ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 The Drive. It is Friday, May 21st. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling us on the White Fall phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Fall hard seltzer made pure. Got a lot to get into today. Soccer, again, going to dominate the conversation because we get the word earlier this afternoon that there was going to be an emergency meeting of the Board of Governors, the Athletic Committee of the Board of Governors, to discuss the extension or a new contract for Marshall soccer coach Chris Grassi, coach winning the national championship. And if you look at his base salary and everything that went into it, he made some good money. He had a good year, and now his year is going to be better. But there was the emergency meeting earlier in the day to discuss pushing the tender sheet forward, and you listen to all the parties involved. And we're going to hear some of that here in a minute. You listen to some of the parties involved, listening to uh, just getting the feel that Coach wants to be here. He's already signed the deal. The deal is signed. All it needed to be was approved, but he has given his signature, and it just needed to be executed. But the athletic committee met earlier today to approve the empowerment of the president to make the deal happen. And here's what it sounded like earlier today if you missed it. What we have is a term sheet, and we will move forward to a similar process that we did with uh, Coach Huff in finalizing the contract. But this term sheet essentially uh, is a vote from the board's approval to um, move forward with the contract. Um, we have a quorum present, and uh, is there any discussion? And if there isn't any discussion, uh, is there a motion to give Dr. Gilbert our express consent? For the terms and conditions of Coach Scratch's contract and recommend that contract be full be moved to the full board of governors for vote. May I, may I, just for a moment, uh, just for information, I'm not familiar with the soccer aspects of, is this compatible contract uh, generally? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Bill, do you want to address any of that at all? Yeah, Sam, he, he was, um, when you looked at the, um, Across the nation at the uh, coaches' compensation package, he was at the, the lowest end, just about possible. Okay. Recognizing what he's done over the last four years, what he means to the university, how he stands up against um, the nation now, as well as the conference, puts him in about the top five um, for base salary. That doesn't mean total compensation, but base salary, about the top five. Now, a lot of these other coaches that are in that salary range, they live in places where they put on soccer camps. They get a bunch of guaranteed additives to their salary above and beyond what Coach Grassy would get that put their salaries up well out of the range that we would be um, competitive with. So this this contract would put him in a position, put us in a position where it won't be very easily he won't be very easily swayed to a, a university our size. No, he's 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 gonna he's gonna be happy for as long as he wants to be here. Okay. 
Mr. Moore, we have a coach that wants to stay here and build a program, which is a good thing. Okay. Um, is there a motion Thank to give Dr. Gilbert our express consent? So moved. Is there a second? Yeah. I'll second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion passes. All right. I wanted you to hear a little bit of that. Just kind of give you, if you don't regularly pay attention to these meetings and, and watch them or attend them, here is a little bit of what the deliberation was. For me, this was a slam dunk. Here's a coach, won you a national championship in, I'm not going to say record time, but he built the program faster than he thought he was going to build it. And he has progressed Marshall soccer to the point now it is a national champion. Almost the entire team is coming back. Marshall now has the ability to build a program, not just be a one-off, but be a program, be a big deal. And you see some of the other programs that have made a name for itself, like Indiana. You look at their logo, you see the stars, it's going to be national champions, championships they've won. So this is important, I think. This is slam dunk. You need to do this. You need to make sure that Chris Grassy is happy. Chris Grassy has what he needs to build this program. And you need to make sure that he is compensated at a fair value. And with the opportunity, the incentives, you, you need to look at the incentives sometimes to see what he can do. I mean, he hit all the incentives, won the conference championship, won the NCAA National Championship, and you get certain amounts of money on the way. So he made a nice little chunk of change here. And the incentives are great, and these are added bonuses. So if you perform, you get bonuses. You get more money if you perform. But this is a sport that I think you can, if you properly manage it, and you continue to allow a coach that wants to build this program, build it, Support him when he needs it. Get out of his way when he's trying to do what he's needing to do. I think you can have a contender for many years to come. Is Marshall going to win the national championship every year? Obviously not. That's not going to happen. Can Marshall contend for the national championship every single year? Well, of course. Sure, Marshall can. This is a sport where Marshall can do that. And if Marshall plays its cards right, this is not going to be a one-off. This is going to be a occurrence. This is going to be something that is going to be consistent. Marshall competing for a national championship, maybe even winning it now and then. Maybe Marshall can go back-to-back. Maybe Marshall can win it every few years. Maybe Marshall is one of those teams that other teams are trying to emulate. And if you continue to hire good coaches, pay the coaches you have, you continue to invest in the program, invest in the facilities, invest in everything you need, and then some to run that program, you've got an opportunity. Because, honestly, I look at... What happened with football during the 1AA days? What happened? Marshall won championship in 1992. Marshall Stadium and Marshall had a good team. Gets to the 1AA championship in 1991. Doesn't win it. But then 
1992. It all works out. Marshall wins that championship, and then we got to wait a few years. But Marshall is constantly competing, either in the championship game or competing. Marshall wins it again in 1996. Marshall then elevates the program, moving to the Mid-American Conference, and Marshall was able to find success early on. That success sort of dipped off. It became less and less. So when the bottom crashed, you're looking and scratching your head thinking, what happened? Well, Marshall did not do the things as an academic and athletic program to make sure that you're bringing the right kids in, you're bringing the right coaches in, you're bringing upgrades, maintenance, doing everything to continue on. You, I feel Marshall was just at a point where it's like, here we are, we've arrived. And you had that early success in the Mid-American Conference, and you just thought you could run that thing. And then the conference caught up to you. Honestly, Mid-American Conference early on, Jim Grove, head coach of the Ohio Bobcats, he said it best. You just let the fox in the hen house. Well, the hens got smart. The hens caught up. And so you don't want that to happen with soccer. Now, again, you're not going to win the national championship every single year, but you're going to be competitive and you're going to be a quality program and you're going to have a shot, and that's what you want. And so you want to put yourself in a position with all the other sports where you just don't have success, and then here we are, we've arrived. And everything else is going to be an automatic pilot. you got to work at it, and you got to put the time, you got to put the energy in, you got to put the, the investment in. And I hope that we're talking soon about a Board of Governors meeting where we're talking about Mike Hamrick. Get his contract done. Let's get him a deal. Let's get him a few more years. Let's let him finish up what he wants to do with baseball. We all read Grant Trailer's piece in the Herald-Dispatch. According to his sources, that there's some money on the table that would help move the baseball project forward. That money goes away if Mike Cameron's not the athletic director. And honestly, if I'm Chris Grassy, I don't want a new athletic director anytime soon. I want to work with this guy because Mike Hamrick was the guy who put the vision together. So right now with a lot of this here is do the right things, invest in your coach, invest in your facilities, invest in your program, and keep it going. Be consistent. Are you going to win a championship every year? No, but I'll tell you what, the return on investment is pretty good in soccer right now. And I know some of you have joked, and that's fine. I get it. I wasn't the biggest soccer fan coming up. I'm a big Marshall fo- fan. I'm a big Marshall soccer fan. I support Marshall. I support Chris Grassy. I support Marshall soccer. I support those young men. And I think that if you put everything you need to put into place, you're going to get a great investment on the soccer team. You're going to get a great investment out of this. The return's going to be fantastic. You get a national championship out of this. You might get another one. You might get a few more. You might get those over the years. You might have a program that can consistently win national championships or compete. How fun would that be? Seriously, how fun would that be to compete for a national championship? I mean, are you going to have that kind of success in basketball? Eh, I don't know if you're going to get that close. Are you going to have that kind of success in football? Your best shot right now is an access bowl bid. That's it. That's that's where it's at. 
And let's be honest, the transfer portal is going to dictate how college football operates from here forward. Because if I'm really good and I've got an opportunity to go somewhere else, I'm really good at Marshall, but yet there's an opportunity for me to go somewhere else and maybe compete for a bigger game, age. Who's to say? All right, I want to let you hear the other part of some of the discussion about this contract because this got out of the athletic committee. It got moved up to the full board. And so I just want you to hear a little bit of what's going in on this, and we'll talk about the details of the contract later on. We'll get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. So all that's coming up on today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry, Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Why would you walk? Why would you worry on this Friday? Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Chris Grassi getting a new contract, five-year deal. $375,750 is the base current deal is uh, in the $122,000 range. So Chris Grassi getting a definite bump in the pay scale. And of course, there are lots of incentives as well, the bonuses, and we'll get more of the details, the specifics, but he will be compensated at least minimum $375,750. I think he's definitely uh, worth everything he is uh, getting. And you got to make sure that his salary is competitive and he's happy. You look at some of the other coaches, like, for example, Akron's coach is in the uh, $300,000 range. So you want to make sure you're putting your coach in a situation where he is compensated. He has incentive to stay at Marshall, which he does. He wants to build a program. And so you reward him for his success, secure him for the future, because he's won a national championship. How many coaches can say they've won a national championship at the Division I level at Marshall University? One. I'm talking about as the head coach of the Thundering Herd, not where you've been before. I'm talking about have you brought a national championship, Division I level, to Marshall? And the answer is Chris Grassi. The Division I AA level, you can say Jim Donnan, Bob Pruitt. You can make that distinction. You can say that. But as a NCAA school competing at Division I, Chris Grassi has won Marshall's first Division I championship. No double A, nothing. And those championships mean a lot. I'm not dismissing that. I've been saying this is what Chris has done. This is just put it into perspective. This is a big deal. And so he should be compensated. But I wanted to hear a little bit of the deliberations because once they adjourned the committee, the sports committee, and moved it forward, yeah, I wanted you to hear a little bit of what was going into this. There was a, just a slight bit of discussion here, trying for uh, clarity on a couple of issues. And, and I thought that might be something that you normally don't get to hear that you'd like to hear. Because here we go. Uh, this is the uh, full Board of Governors uh, in discussion. 
on this deal? I feel a need to explain the uh, emergency meeting uh, to you all. As you know, the open meetings law of West Virginia uh, says that we need to give notice. Uh, we called this uh, an emergency meeting because there was an unexpected event uh, that uh, related to the keeping of our soccer coach, as you guys all just heard, and that it required our immediate attention to prevent substantial harm to the university or some of its employees. So that's the nature of the emergency meeting. We tried our best to let all the media outlets know that this would be done in open uh, light. And uh, that's why we did it so quickly. We wanted to be able to keep our soccer coach. Um, with that, I think the drill of the athletics committee uh, just gave Dr. Gilbert express consent and recommended the full board that we approve uh, this contract. Uh, is there any discussion required about that? I have a I have a question. Um, yes, this sir. is not, in fact, a contract. This is a term sheet. And I Correct. assume at some point the full contract will have to be approved by the board. Uh, what what we are doing, Dan, is that the terms and conditions of the contract are binding, and they were presented to us. And uh, Coach Grassi is already an employee of the university, and so what we are doing is giving our approval for Dr. Gilbert to enter into that contract, knowing what the terms and conditions will be. Uh, and so there will be no further the board to do anything after approving, giving him the authority to sign that contract today. There will be no additional financial commitments other than what's in the term sheet, I guess is another way to say it. Yep. And and no no other substantive changes of any sort uh, in the contract, in his current contract? We signed it and he signed it with the uh, idea that this was binding and that this would all appear as presented to you in the term sheet in the contract. And he was agreeable and we were agreeable dependent so, on consent of the board so what's in the term sheet will be the only revisions to his current contract well what's in the term sheet is the only financial components of his new contract i can't say that it's exactly going to be his old contract with these substituted in because i was not familiar with writing that one but jeff o'malley is on and he can probably answer that better than i can okay Dan, what what exactly was your question again? So I can uh, if if the uh, items laid out in the term sheet represent the total the the totality of the changes to his existing contract. There's going to be some changes he's going to put into the form, the, the newer form that we've had. Um, I don't anticipate anything really major um, coming up in in the contract other than that just you know probably some language terms and all that but i don't foresee any uh financial terms uh, hey, hey jeff hey dan yes. it's tony and jeff if i may i mean I, I think what will happen is as we did with the coaches to coach huff's contract it'll just be general contractual terms identification of the parties choice of law in case of disputes just general contractual terms but the monetary right. conditions and the financial uh, terms will all remain the same as in that sheet that's been signed by the parties. We just need to, to uh, modify this and convert it to an actual contract that binds parties. That's exactly right. Exactly. But I couldn't answer Dan's question, yes or no, but but that's exactly right what Tony said. So, so under the terms of GA7, which I believe requires board approval for contract revisions, I think that's the exact language, this would be considered a contract revision. This This term sheet is the contract revision. 
Dan, I, I think this technically is a new contract, and um, he is under an existing contract. I think that old contract will be null and void. There will be a new contract. And what we are doing uh, is enter, giving Dr. Gilworth the authorization to enter into this contract, knowing that we understand all of the material aspects of it, and that if there are additional things that need to be added, language that needs to be included, uh, clarification of terms that need to be added, uh, it is my understanding with what we're about to do will mean that is there will be no more non there will be no more material changes to it. If there are material changes, they'll certainly come back to us. But we Correct. are giving Dr. Gilbert uh, this authority in good faith that it will be done in accordance with the, the terms and conditions of the term sheet and in light of what his previous contract is be and with any improvements that are necessary. Obviously, you got to prove, but that's some of the stuff they had to go through to get to the point where it was fully. Okay, it's unanimous, and it was unanimous. There was no dissension, but that was some of the deliberation that went on in the process here. It's just not that easy, is it, to get a contract? Basically, he's getting a pay raise, and there's going to be some different language, I'm sure, in the contract. But at the end of the day, the contract's going to read, you're the coach of the soccer team. Here's what you need to do to be the coach. Here's what we are going to give you as the employer. Go win us another national championship. Simple, right? I think it's simple. I'm not a lawyer. I cannot say it's simple, but I would think it was simple. And this didn't last too long after that, so it was a slam dunk. Everyone agreed to it. Chris Grassi is going to be with Marshall for several more years, and this is going to make sure that Chris is going to be the head coach as long as he wants to be at Marshall University, and he is going to be properly compensated for what he has done and what he has brought to Marshall University. What has he brought to Marshall University? He has brought a national championship. He has brought a culture change in the soccer program. He has brought a potential to be a major player in soccer at the Division One level for quite some time. And if you want to be successful, you want to make sure you keep your coach. A coach that just won you a national championship. That should just be automatic. You win a national championship, you get a new deal. If he wins every year, you keep upping it up until he's done. Until he's tired, I- I'm done, I don't want to be the coach anymore. You make sure he's happy. Simple. Now, I turn my attention to, let's get that deal done for my cameras. Let's get a deal done and continue the progress. Make sure that you give Mike Hamrick a few more years. Let him leave when he wants to, but give him a few more years. Get the baseball program to a point where it's competing and playing for postseason berths. Maybe one day a national championship. Anything's possible. Give Marshall the ability to field a competitive program. You're competing at the Division I level. Your facilities are not at the Division I level. Your facilities are not at the 1AA level back in the day. Your facilities are not Division II quality. You're you're not NAIA quality. It's an embarrassment. It is an affront. If you're going to field a baseball team, you need facilities. This has just been talked about before my birth. You are going to need facilities. You have an athletic director that put together a really good plan to get soccer going because soccer needed a facility. Soccer didn't have a facility. It was atrocious, too. 
And so Marshall improved football, but to do so, Marshall had to improve soccer as well because you were taking what little patch of dirt you had for soccer away. And so Mike Hamrick, in I think a brilliant move, saw this as an opening and an opportunity to take advantage of an opening of a door. Put together a plan, put together a a great and was able to bring Chris Grassy in. Foundation was laid to being able to bring Chris in so Chris could take the program to the next level. And what has Chris done? Won a national championship. So now you have a guy like Jeff Wagner who's out there recruiting. How the heck do you recruit? What he does with what he has, I think, is a fantastic job. And I'm not here for anyone who ever criticizes Jeff Wagner. I don't want to hear it. This is not your program. This is not your radio show because Jeff doesn't have anything to work with. And I think he does a fantastic job with what tools he has afforded to him. I mean, Route 2 is is a step up from what he used to have, but it's not much. It's just a nicer, cleaner place to play. But how do you recruit to this place? And the further this pandemic has gone, it's pushed the stadium back further you want to see some groundbreaking soon on that dirt. You want to th- you want to see things happen. And so, I think you need to keep the athletic director in place to put that pl- plan into action. Let that be his final project. I mean, you yeah, if he wants to be the athletic director after that, I'd look at it again and say, "Okay, what has he done in those few, few years since?" Okay? He's doing a pretty good job continuing to do that. Let's let's keep him going. I think the continuity is good. And if your only hang-up is Doc Holliday, Doc's gone. Seriously. If that's your hang-up, well, he wouldn't get rid of Doc. Doc's gone. He's not there anymore. He's not the football coach. Charles Huff is. And Mike Hamrick, I think, can do what he did with soccer with baseball. And let's be quite honest. Other than competing in more football in the MAC, what was the championship level like before Mike Hamrick? It was the last time Marshall got into the NCAA tournament in basketball. You think Mike didn't have at least something to do with that? Uh, softball, tennis, soccer. And now you got the opportunity to maybe do. I'd like to see the replicated for the women as well. I'd see Marshall be a contender on the women's side as well. All right, we're going to take our next break. Obviously, you know where I stand on getting a deal done for Mike Hamrick. I'm not that close of a friend with the guy. I'm going to be up front with you. I mean, he doesn't text me and say, "Hey, Paul, how you doing?" It's not like we're buddies and we've gone out to dinner a few times and, and hung out. I mean, we have a, a good personal professional relationship I think he is uh, very personable to me and I think he's doing a good job but it's not like I'm buddy buddy with the guy all right I just think he needs a deal and I know there's some of you who disagree with me and I think there's some of you who are on board with it and I'm just gonna tell you where I'm at right now I'm I'm pro Mike Hamrick more on the way it's the drive ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Something that I don't want to let get um, swept under the rug today. Ari Agnes was a little busy today, adding a new member to her coaching staff. Uh, I don't have the full pronunciation on this. I've asked for it, so I hope that I am not... Just destroying her name, but uh, I'm going to say Bajone Jones. So if I've got it right, yay on me. If not, I've actually asked Coach for a clarification on this, but uh, Jones was a star player for the uh, Wofford Terrier, so she was recruited to play by Coach Agnes, and uh, she spent the last year as a graduate assistant at Lamar University. So in the release, Coach said that she was excited to have her be a part of the Marshall Volleyball family. Uh, she said when uh, she first began coaching, she visited to the university where uh, she was, and she said that um, Jones was her first ever commitment. So you get somebody who comes in, you have familiarity with at the same time. Uh, you look at her resume, she was an outside hitter for the Terriers, finished her four-year career with 558 kills, 782 digs, 70 blocks, 71 service aces, and 56 assists. She was also good in the classroom, four-time member of the Southern Conference Academic Honor Roll, named to the Southern Conference Fall All-Academic Team as a senior in 2018. So... You're hoping that that's another program you want to see do well. You want to see volleyball do well. You want to see softball do well. You want to see track and field do well. You want to see soccer do well. You want to see baseball do well. You want to see basket. You just want to see them all do well, obviously. And I think you've got right now a solid group of coaches in place on what you call the Olympic sports. Can you win a national championship at Marshall in volleyball? I think you can. I think it could happen. Soccer was a little easier because, well, I don't think anyone was telling Chris Grassy he wasn't going to win it. We all believed him, and it just happened. No, actually, it's it's probably hard in soccer, but it's easier from a standpoint when you have a great plan together and you have facilities and you have a coach that has a, a laser-focused and I think you can see that at all the other sports. You just now need to give them what they need to to make that happen. But volleyball is a sport where you can be competitive in. I mean, soccer is a sport that has a high regard in Conference USA. Baseball is another sport where it has high regard nationally. I think you're going to see that as well, hopefully, in volleyball soon with Coach Agnes and softball as well. But new addition today to the team. Again, I didn't want that to get swept under the rug, as we've been talking about. Chris Grassi's new contract deal and details um, pending, but he's going to be compensated base salary of $375,750 annually. And I'm not sure what the new incentives will be, if they're going to say, stay the same you got 5000 for winning Conference USA. you got 10000 for NCAA games, championship included. So you got some pretty nice incentives there, and hopefully you'll see that to continue to grow. All right, uh, we will continue on. Get your phone calls in. You can also find me on social media, at Paul Swan. We'll wrap this one up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up, Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our phone lines is always brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer Made Pure. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. What are we doing tonight? If you're staying in watching a little sports, if you're staying in, you're watching a little sports, what are you doing? If you're smart, you might be doing something like, I don't know, watching the NBA. Maybe you're watching the hockeys. Are you watching the hockeys? You know the answer if you're asking if I'm watching the hockeys. And the answer is yes, I'm watching the hockeys. But I have to let you know there is another play-in game tonight. San Antonio um, is coming up tonight. Are you a Spurs fan? I was listening the other day because we had the Lakers game on the other day over on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. And so I was following along there, and I'm sitting there first scratching my head. Again, why are the Lakers in a play-in situation? Are we are we at that point? But here's what we got as far as your schedule is concerned. Uh, you got Memphis and um, Golden State. Told you, I'm not. I'm not that up on the NBA as as much as I should be. And I, I. That's me. That's on me. But tonight, Memphis taking on Golden State. So that's what we've got here. Um, I thought it was San Antonio. So I. Uh, I must have missed that one. So what we got tonight? NBA play-in tournament. Real simple. Memphis taking on Golden State. Now, what do we got for the National Hockey League? We've got Game 4, Washington Capitals taking on the Boston Bruins. That is coming up tonight. That's going to be on NBC Sports Network. Also, you've got the Carolina Hurricanes at the Nashville Predators. That is coming up tonight, 7 o'clock. That is going to be on the USA Network. And then on NBC Sports Network, Game 2 between the Winnipeg Jets and the Edmonton Oilers. Winnipeg leads that series one game to none. That'll be on NBC Sports Network. And then the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues, that's on the USA Network. Colorado leading that series two games to none. Going back, uh, Carolina leads their series two to nothing over Nashville. Boston leading over the Washington Capitals, the vaunted Washington Capitals. Boston leads that series two games to none. So that's where we're at as far as what we're doing tonight. And, of course, we have got, if you're looking for that NBA game, you're looking to the follow-up, we got that for you tonight. I can tell you that one. That's coming up tonight. It's going to be Memphis and Golden State. That'll be on Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. So what else we got tonight? Well, we got baseball. The Pirates. Pirates are back in action tonight. Pirates in action tonight. That is coming up. We'll go on the air 6.55. Strange time. 7.20 first pitch. Pittsburgh taking on Atlanta. So that's going to be our game. Went to 10 yesterday, and Pittsburgh beat Atlanta 6-4. So hopefully that's going to be the start of some success there for the Pirates. But the Pirates right now, seven games back. You look at the standings, and uh, St. Louis is on top of the Central 
25 and 18 record. Chicago, the Cubbies are 22 and 21, so they're three games back. Milwaukee's 21 and 22, four games back. And then competing with the Pirates for the worst team in the Central Trophy, the Cincinnati Reds are 19 and 23, five and a half games back. The Pirates are 18 and 25. They are seven games back. Is anybody cashing St. Louis in this thing? I'm not sure. Cubbies might. The Cubbies might. But uh, it could be worse. It could be worse. You could be Colorado and be 15 and 29. You could be Baltimore and be 17 and 26. You could be Minnesota, 15 and 28. I mean, if you're a Minnesota fan, I mean, is your season your season done? I mean, you're 11 and a half back. I know we're still early in this thing, but you're 11 and a half back. Is it done for you? I mean, at least with the Pirates, seven back, you can you can overcome that. And they're four and six in their last ten. The Reds are three and seven in their last ten. St. Louis has just been better. They're six and four in their last ten. They're on a two-game win streak. Uh, the Reds right now are on a four-game losing streak. Milwaukee's on a two-game losing streak. So there's some opportunity here. You can catch up a little bit. You have some opportunity to do so. But St. Louis is just pretty good right now. They're Six and four in, in the division. The Cubbies trying to keep pace with them. They're five and five. It's just um, it's hard to catch up when you lose more than you win. And right now, four and six in their last ten. But again, they're on a one-game win streak, trying to get that to two. Coming up tonight, have it for you right here on ESPN ninety-four point one and AM nine thirty. And as I said, it could be worse. You could be you could be on a four-game losing streak right now. Um, the worst losing streaks belong to the Reds at four. The Rockies have a five-game losing streak. Arizona Diamondbacks have a five-game losing streak. And then everyone else is either one, two, or three. Hottest team in baseball right now, Tampa Bay. They're trailing Boston. They're game back, but... They're eight and two in their last ten. They have a seven-game win streak going on. So, are they the hottest team going on? Them, San Diego, possibly. San Diego is nine and one in their last ten. That's pretty good. Let me interesting if Tampa Bay can win some hockey, and then Tampa Bay baseball team come out of the East. How how fun would that be again if you're a Tampa Bay fan? By the way, that was some pretty good hockey last night. I don't know if you were watching any of that. I was. Again, that's why I'm a little uh, – I haven't caught up yet on the NBA. That's going to be uh, that's gonna be a homework assignment for me this weekend to catch back up on the NBA because I've just been watching hockey more. And, yeah, thankfully, the way this deal works out, you get games on USA Network, you get games on uh, CNBC. So you're spreading them out a little bit, giving me a little bit more opportunity to, to watch some different games. And I'm excited for next year, though. You got games on Turner. You got games on ESPN. The out-of-market package is going to be on ESPN+. Plus. That, that's going to be, let's put it this way, I'm going to be very, very happy here in the next few months. Uh, I hopefully will have a team that's going to be a playoff contender. I'm not sure right now as the Rangers, if you are wondering, the New York Rangers are just – they're getting there. Maybe they'll get a new coach that'll get them the rest of the way. 
All right, that's going to do it for this weekend. We're, we're, we're sending you off, hopefully, on the right foot. Don't forget, we got Pirates action all weekend long. We've got hockey action coming up tomorrow on Cat Sports 93-3 and 1340. It's going to be Florida and Tampa. Let me tell you, that was a good game yesterday. With some of the best goaltending in the National Hockey League, the offense has decided uh, it's going to be all about us, and that was a fun game. So if you missed that, you get an opportunity tomorrow. It's going to be high noon. We'll have that for you. We'll have Pirates baseball for you as well. All of that's coming up either here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 or on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy your weekend, everyone. Back on Monday.